Alright. Hello and welcome to the Toucan Echo podcast. Woo. Featuring James and Harry. Yeah. Hello James, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, not too bad. Excited. It is a very exciting time today. We're very close, very close to the release of our song Mono Lake. <laughs> oh yeah. So um all sorts of things happening around that. All all sorts of social media posts. We're recording this. We've got so many videos planned. Oh, it's, it's it's super exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. Two Echo hype machine so, um, has roared into life. Oh, it has. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on a probably I don't know one of its slumbers. About a two week slumber. We need to stop those slumbers, James. But... It's out of the uh, the hangar or the garage or wherever we keep the machine, uh, wearing it back to life. Hype, hype, hype. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk a bit about Mono Lake. We're going to talk about our sort of creative process, the inspirations behind the song, and, and sort of talk about that. Um, before we do, we're going to talk about our new sort of plan for the next, well, o- ongoing plan and, and how we're going to release music. And I think we mentioned it previously, but it's, it's always good to talk about it again because um, I think we're more sort of, we've, we've solidified our ideas a bit more, we're a bit more confident with what we're going to do and what we're going to put forward over the next few months yeah we're not going to embarrass ourselves on the podcast by declaring loads of things that we're not going to do um <laughs> i think uh, i think on our first ever podcast i said that we were going to do it every week or something or every day <laughs> <laughs> love it this, <laughs> this was like we're um, gonna do this every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, well. i think that was about a year ago um <laughs> so much good intention so much good intention Anyway, we'll a, song a, month, a song a month. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what we're going to do. So we're hoping that this release is going to be a start of a long-term thing where we just release a song every single month. Um, so we tried mm-hmm. doing it back when we did Lord Oseman's Summertime and Working From Home. Um, uh, I suppose Square One as well came out as a sort of A-side, B-side. So we tried a few different things. Um, mm. But I think we're kind of aware <laughs> that... Um, when we go away to make a batch of songs, we kind of go silent for a little bit. Um, and we'd actually prefer to spread that out and just kind of repeat the process month after month and keep a flowing um, kind of output of new songs. Um, mm. So that's what we're going to try and do. And hopefully that'll be better for, for us because we get to do the whole process from start to finish sort of again and again. And hopefully it's better mm. for the people because they get new music on the reg. Um, I don't have to digest the whole album. Um, once every year sort of thing um, exactly I, I think it's um it's just a bit more modern um i sometimes think that an album is i mean i i don't necessarily agree with all of this but it's a bit of um like a legacy from a from a previous age where people could only go to the studio for a couple of months at a time and they mm. couldn't like they, they, they weren't able to record like all the time like we can at the moment with our sort of mm. home setups um yeah it used so i'm to kind be... of thinking that it's it was like singles before that and then it was <clears throat> it was singles initially in like the 50s or whatever like everyone would make a single and then like you just kind of cobble your yeah. singles together onto an album um like it's literally yeah. the, the fact that it had to fit on like a medium as well you know it had to actually <laughs> fit on like a record um, yeah and then like was it there's some period where everyone loved albums and they made these like you know sort of early 70s everyone was making these long prog yeah. album projects um and now we're back to singles basically <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know if you, you might have said this because my headphone just fell out so i hope i'm not repeating you <laughs> um but um i think like back in the like late 50s and early 60s it was like um 
It was like selling a bundle deal so they could like sell more songs to make it sound more exciting. So yeah. it was like padding out what what they were selling so they could charge more money for it. Whereas actually, loads of the songs were just sort of filler and they yeah, weren't just really trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically just trash. So you ended up with like a collection of fourteen songs, but you'd only get it for like two of the songs on the album. Mm. Um, but they could sell it for more because it's because it's fourteen songs and like that's obviously worth more than two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but those days are gone now. We're in 2020. All killer, no filler. It's time to move on. All killer, no filler. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, hopefully this will mean that like we can do a more regular flow of stuff. And like, I think a bigger part of it compared to the singles we did before is we actually want to like tell the story around each song each month and kind of have an interesting thing to um, engage in and follow. So uh, particularly when we get into later months when we're actually like writing the song in the month as well, whereas now we're kind of at this like late stage of covid lockdown where we actually have quite a backlog of of stuff to get through so we're sort of Mm. slowly uh getting through our pile of stuff um whereas i think in future when we're sort of actually streaming like our writing of the song and there's a bit more like what's it going to be in like we know there's going to be one but we don't know what it is yet like Mm. it's not even written i think that'd be quite exciting um yeah terrifying Living on the edge of our seats there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> ho- hopefully we'll have fans, but also it'll be scary when we have fans and they're all just rabid for the next song and we yeah. don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could get criticism too early. could be like, rubbish on the live stream. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. But um, yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think we did a good start when we did it last time, um, mm. when we did the two, when we did two maps in a row. Um, yeah, it always just turned out being like a mammoth effort, and I think we got to like points where we didn't have songs fully written, so then it was really hard to do it all in a day, like from writing yeah. to recording. But um, yeah, yeah, we've got a big backlog of stuff, so we should technically be able to do it for a year because we've already got the songs written. Yeah, we've <laughs> years of material, and by the time a year's over, we'll hopefully have another year's worth of material. So mm. it's all good. It's all good. So I, I, at the moment, we're thinking like we'll release one song and one video. So we'll, we'll do a video along with each song, um, and the video will, will kind of be part of the artistic process as well. Um, mm. So it's it's quite ambitious, but yeah, I reckon we can pull it off. I reckon we can pull it off, James. <laughs> so I mean, I, I have <laughs> saying that I have just sunk literally two weeks, probably about two weeks of my <laughs> yeah. entire life into the video for Mono Lake. Insane, yeah. Like <laughs> deep dive into your soul. Yeah, um, that's right. I recorded the song in a day, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was running behind, so I just did a Sunday, dawn till dusk of bass guitars singing. Yeah, <clears throat> I wish mine was just a Sunday. <laughs> just one day. <laughs> I get I get away with all sorts. I'm just I'm just really lazy behind the scenes and just bosh it out in a day. <laughs> you're just far more efficient. <laughs> you're you're far more sensible. <laughs> mm. Oh. Okay. But should we get Mono stuck Lake, into this? Anyway. Um, one, yeah, let's let's get stuck into Mono Lake. Where should we start then? Should we start um, with a kind of first idea and inspiration for the song, maybe? Or yeah, what do you um, reckon? So a lot of the song, so a lot of songs come from titles. Um, so actually, the seed of it is in a title and not a full idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of it came on my trip to America. Like all the kind of fragments of it, pretty much came on my trip to America at different times. Um, so I went with my family on a kind of holiday and we went um, to San Francisco and then drove from San Francisco 
through to Yosemite, um, and like on. So you basically spend I don't know how long the drive is, like six hours or something. But you go like over the bridge and um, basically do these long highway trips. Um, and it was quite sort of musical because we were listening to a lot of. Um, we we had like a proper road trip playlist like the Eagles and all mm. Americana stuff and it was cool. Um, but before that, I'd had the idea for the riff, which doesn't happen to me very often, but like it literally came into my head as I was walking down the street in San Francisco. Um, I, so I've got it. I've got so. I mean, it sounds a bit different to how the end product was, but it's where the, the first seed of the idea came, and I like had to sing it, sort of subtly sing it into my phone while I was walking <laughs> uh, with my family, just like. No, no one looked over and were like, James, what, what are you doing? What are you, <laughs> what are you, why, are you, why are you singing yeah. to yourself? <laughs> Mon- Monocore? Um, no, no, no. You should, I mean, you just say, I'm a musician. This is what I do. <laughs> I'm a creative soul. <laughs> I'm an unstoppable artist. Um, <laughs> so there was that. And, and you kind of piece all these things together. Sometimes it comes all together, but like this was kind of piecemeal together. So I had this idea that eventually became a riff when I like got home and put it on a guitar. Um and then on the, the trip between um, San Francisco and Yosemite, we stopped off for a coffee um, in a place called Mono Lake. Or we didn't actually stop at the main lake. We stopped at like a coffee place that was near nearby enough that it was called like Mono Coffee or something. Um, and it, just, it was just like, I don't know, very, uh, just captured my imagination a little bit. It was literally this tiny like hut that serve coffee and there's pretty much like there was a couple of houses sort of in that bit but it's just like by a road that wow just stretches for miles and miles and miles um so did you actually so, see see the lake yeah i think we drove past it i can't remember now we went past a lot of bodies of water we went past a lot of lakes uh, <laughs> but we didn't actually stop and walk around that one but we the, the idea came from the coffee place that was nearby um i just liked the name so i noted the name down on my phone um, and then the sort of subject of the song came later because what I was thinking about during that whole road trip was like what it would be like to live in one of those small towns or, or live like as a stop on the highway because we just come from like a big city and we're on to like another big like nature mm. reserve and in between there's just this long six hour drive if you drive like you know non-stop maybe, mm. maybe it was longer um, and just there's this odd like collection of houses by Mono Lake and it's just sort of proper middle of nowhere that you don't really get in the UK like you get countryside but this felt different um, and so the idea came as like does <laughs> first of all like does the news reach here and do they get as worried about it as we do in the city <laughs> um, because the contrast are coming from somewhere like San Francisco or London like where everything moves at a faster pace and yeah. it's a kind of lot more to do with your reputation and standing and all this and we kind of fool ourselves into importance by like absorbing the news every day like whether it's Brexit or whether it's Trump or wh- whatever mm. but like you're kind of getting <coughs> worked up by all this stuff that feels kind of like a city life and then we just like we were just stopped for a coffee and it's like there's basically nothing but a road and some other yeah. lake and some nature um, and it's just like I wonder what it's like to live here. Like, do you feel as connected to that sort of stuff? Mm. Um, and like, you've got all these. You're just a place that like all these people zoom past, and they might stop for five minutes, and then they're kind of never back again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was reflecting on all of this, 
and I was also kind of the the eventual song came with like a, that same idea but a bit of a comparison to nature the fact that you kind of look out the windows and you see these big mountains and these massive ancient trees and like you know big lakes and you just go like look at me getting worried worried about stuff or getting stuff not in perspective um, yeah. when this tree's been here for ages <laughs> just through through world wars and through um, ups and downs and booms and busts so like, yeah this mountain's just still here chilling um, yeah and making us all look so small so that's so, kind of the premise of it it's it's all um Carl Sagan's pale blue dot sort of thing it's just yeah a, yeah it's it's perspective a healthy dose of, of perspective yeah um, yeah so a lot of the lyrics are sort of that it's commenting on how you're sort of it's in this weird conversation with the nature or the lake um it's kind of like oh sorry i'm only stopping and like exactly what i said like oh do you feel as stressed about this and um i, f- I feel like then like each chorus is like i've got to keep it all to myself which is kind of like i feel like people don't have conversations about perspective like all our conversations i mean this is not actually reflective of any conversations we had inside the car but metaphorically like all the conversations you have inside the car with other people seem to be about this like small stuff that doesn't matter yeah um like you and all the other people are getting kind of work like almost working each other up by these issues um and so this contrast of like stepping outside almost away from your small problems is like each of the verses when you kind of yeah um and yeah, so that's that's like where the the premise of it of like what I'm talking about. I, I, I quite like that. Um, I quite like that. It's um, it's it's particularly um, sort of vivid for me at this time because, I mean, it pro- probably loads of other people as well. But um, I spent the last two months living with my uh, parents back in the countryside. Um, so I escaped London, um, and and the kind of hotspot in the UK of the pandemic for a couple mm. of months. Um, and I moved back last week, and they, I, I can totally feel all this like other like stuff just because I'm surrounded by so many more people and so much more stuff going on. Um, not as much as there used to be, granted, but like still way more than there was back in the village. And all of a sudden, my kind of perspective has just changed, and all this stuff has started to encroach all these like the little things, like um, mm. what like all all the kind of anxiety about people's jobs and who's doing better and like um mm. the news and all that stuff just sort of starts encroaching more and it's, it's it's just like a significant effort to sort of bat it away when it's right there so there's definitely like a situational thing like if you're like just just another stop on the highway just like a random like middle of nowhere town the pace is much slower mm. um and like you could say from a lot of like measures you're probably better off <laughs> because you don't have all this like other stuff just flying by all these distractions mm. um so yeah, I, it was this idea that they that they wake up in the morning and they just see this mountain and like surely you just live you live with a bit more perspective if you just open up your door and you go oh yeah i remember like all my problems are really small look at how big the mountain is oh, it's, it's, it's unreal <laughs> can i go on a side note <laughs> yeah go. so um i went on a um a 360 video tour of the Matterhorn in Switzerland last night. 
<laughs> I've got, um... Harry's got a VR headset yeah. if it's not been mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> um, Please sponsor us, Oculus Rift. Yeah, Oculus, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could afford an Oculus so, Rift. Feel free to send us free headsets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, um, yeah, so I, I was, I think they're like, strapped to 360 camera like it was 12k a 12k 360 camera to the, to the bottom of the helicopter and like you just like flew around the Matterhorn which is like this um it's like a big fuck off mountain um in the Alps I'm not entirely sure like it, it's it's like four and a half thousand meters tall and it's like quite unique because it's like a square pyramid sort of shape um yeah those of you watching on the video will be able to see my hands making a sort of square pyramid shape and it's just imposing I'm like on one side of the mountain, there's like a town. I think it's in Switzerland. I really hope I'm not wrong, but I might be. And then there, on, on the other side of the mountain, there's another town um, in one of the other countries. Um, and just the kind of there's just a kind of like perspective that you get when you're looking from that town at the mountain. It's just like I get what James is saying. He's now busy right now. <laughs> But that's fine. <laughs> this podcast is super like off the cuff, as you can tell, where we just get distracted. We talk to our family, and that's what it's all about. So yeah, Oculus Quest VR 360 video, traveling around the mountain. It's unreal. Welcome back, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That's nice. So I'll just mute myself for that bit. So what did you say? <laughs> I was just saying that um, there's a similar kind of thing. Like there's two towns that look up upon this uh, like really imposing mm. mountain and it's just the same thing like imagine like walking out of your doorstep and just seeing that and being like that has been there through everything this thing is just like it's just it just grants perspective and it's, mm. it's really hard to say why actually because it's just a mountain it's just rock <laughs> so mm. why that grant yeah, perspective it's... but it just does <laughs> I think it's the the fact it's like inanimate it's just there like yeah. chilling like no emotion yeah <laughs> um, and there's like you know the like scale I'm kind of having a look through the lyrics now and see if there's anything else that like I've missed that I put in um, but yeah like all of them are sort of little references to like your smallness versus nature there's like wrapped around the thumb of the valley is this kind of idea that these roads are were winding round but you're actually kind of just this little piece of string like on the on a like a big mm. scale yeah rocky sort of landscape um so yes yeah, so it's all about trying to like think bigger but also not get caught I in a sense like not get caught in the small things so that you can think bigger with more perspective mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but also in the same way with this like bigger ambition you can actually also be more chilled out because you're not getting like caught up in the small thing it's there's kind of both things both things going on there it's a bit of um it's a bit of optimistic nihilism isn't it it's like kind of yeah in in in, in the most positive sort of way your actions don't really make make a difference <laughs> so you you're almost granted the freedom to do like whatever you really want to pursue <laughs> but in the sense of like being as big as you want um yeah cuz the, the sort of last lines in the end bridge bit where it's like time to wander out even if I've got the sun in my eyes which is like (laughs) even if I'm being naive or over optimistic which is like the sun in your eyes like it's time to kind of venture and Mm. so it's sort of even if I'm being 
even if I end up like being too idealistic, I guess being mm. too, um, you might get like slapped down for trying to be too ambitious, thinking too big. You might have too much hubris, but it's time to kind of open up to that and and try. So time to wander out. Yeah. If I got the sun in my eyes, which is over optimism. Um, all these hidden meanings. I like that a lot. Genius, if I That's say nice. myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's, um, so yeah, that's, I like that's that where we're at. So, but how did we? So we kind of we've got all that stuff which happened like a year ago or so. Mm. Um, which how did it then so like, yeah. into a song? So I guess the next part is um, like at, at, the, at the beginning of lockdown, um, James and I decided to try a different writing uh, way of writing where I would record like minute long clips of drums, um, just improvising whatever I felt like at the time and I would send them to James and then James would write a song to that um, I think it was like the second batch of grooves that I sent James um, there was I, I was sort of experimenting with more sparse drumming um, so mostly sort of like snare and tom driven um, and then I think for the one that you picked I kind of transferred to the ride cymbal for a bit for the bridge um, but this this one I, th- I think it was probably the the kind of verse drumming where I was like quite sparse, like not really much going on at all, just barely keeping the rhythm together. Um, not not to say that it was like a bad take, but like um, they, they were <laughs> they were you like the ropey one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like is there there weren't many drum hits, but they were all like relatively on the beat. Um, I, I think it was that sort of sparse. Um, drumming that might have led you to put the riff on top um, mm. so I sent that across and then James um, sent back this demo it was like, I, I don't know if you extended that one like you might have doubled up my loop for a bit but, I think um, I doubled it, yeah. So yeah I think I took your clip and then like just copied, <laughs> copied and pasted, and pasted it, it and had it play twice <laughs> I've got yeah. too much expression for a minute <laughs> too yeah, much so... in here <laughs> so, so it starts like um, the, 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 the demo at least starts with like a nice warm synth pads and then the drums come in and it's like do do and it's um, then the riff comes over the top and it's just like super smooth and super relaxing it is it is almost like um just a super relaxed sort of road trip kind of vibe mm. you're almost like just relaxing the back of the car like i that, that, mm. that image comes quite strong for me but, um honestly some of my favorite bit of traveling is sitting in back of cars or on trains which is really sad i enjoy that almost as much as the destination <laughs> just the kind of just being there and staring out the window and just letting your mind like wander over these long because um, a lot of like yeah. walk to circus came for that because I was doing a similar like trip in Tibet with long drives through mountains mm. and I listened to like loads of three hour podcasts or like a couple of demos, this is really sad but a couple of demos that I made on like repeat just to kind <laughs> of get them in like a, a like the breathing space instrumental that was like ten minutes long I oh, would like listen to that a few times Yeah. Um, and you would just kind of drop into this deeper sort of space mm. very meditative um so yeah i love it i mean if we go touring we'll just put the stops like really far away from each other so we can just drive for like although it depends if we're driving ourselves i'm not sure i could be bothered to drive we'll, we'll take, we'll take the, the slowest train yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you can take like freight trains in america you yeah can take, um, they've got oh. like an interrailing but it's sort of super long out of the way <laughs> freight trains it's yeah. kind of cool yeah anyway so yeah, so like super calm verse. Uh, it's like mm. an intro going back to the song, and then 
Um, and then it just kicks off into this chorus, and it's like it, it took off. It was it was one of my favourite demos actually of the, of that batch. Um, but the, but the chorus just like went, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> um, <laughs> super good descriptions there. That was that was good. The chorus just went. <laughs> Boom. Um, um, yeah, and then I suppose we then kind of made that demo, hmm. um, and then when we decided to do it for like this month's song, we sort of re. Went back to the beginning. You re-recorded mm. the drums with like uh, I think I did a demo to a metronome first of all. Yeah. Um, so you could know like what bits were coming where, and then well, I think we extended it out a bit from the initial demo, and I added yeah. an extra verse and an extra like end bit. And the outro, the outro um, is sick. But... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Wonder out even if I got the sun in my eyes here. Good stuff. Yeah. So the the outro was like, um, I wanted it to. You've got this kind of opening and closing almost between the like you've got the, the verse which is kind of thinner and more sparse and then the chorus is coming big and big and then given that like the lyrics for the last bit were about like opening out being more optimistic mm. and kind of going it's a little bit like oh just fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna try i'm gonna be a bit more um i wanted the like song to come out like that a bit more and sort of what was influencing me was sort of 60s songs like specifically like all you need is love and some stuff from sergeant pepper so like beatley where they had these big you could just imagine like loads of hippies sort of gathered like singing together in colorful clothes mm. um so i wanted like really layered vocals for it so that it sounded a bit more like a a, a beatlesy crowd where it's all in like a big yeah. harmony sort of singing um and i sort of yeah had this quite like colorful thing for it so yeah i just like layer lots of vocals on that basically <laughs> um trying to test out my harmony knowledge for sure mm. um but yeah so um i got some piano in there as well got some piano um yeah yeah sneaky some secret piano sneaky little um yeah. it's, it's not great piano actually it's quite trashy so. <laughs> it's a, but it's in c so like oh yeah it's all just, right just the white you don't have to notes, do yeah. any of those darn black keys yeah <laughs> just just move the same shape around um so it was all good <laughs> yeah that's good. I, I I do like the end bit a lot. It's, it's one of my favourites. Um, if anyone's wondering, actually, um, we do put all of the demos out on the internet. They're literally all on our SoundCloud. It's pretty um, mm. pretty bold. Some people wouldn't agree with some some other musicians might not agree with putting your demos out, but we just we just throw them out there for everyone to. Yeah, okay. Who cares? <laughs> so there there are yeah. two Echo SoundCloud. It's in a catchy catchy playlist called Lockdown Wemos. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I sent some to our email list. Actually, it's probably the place to be um, mm. for this sort of thing. Oh yeah, of they course. Kind of get they get notified on stuff earlier. Yeah, the, the, um, the inner circle. Sign up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's what we should call I it. I don't think there's actually a place where people can sign up right now, apart from the. <laughs> I was just sorting out the kind of sign up page for the Mono Lake release, uh, which is the place to go. But I think I think I think we need to make like there'll, a proper. There'll be one by the time they hear this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, is it, did you just give me an action, James? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Business. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we should be wearing suits for this business yeah, meeting. Yeah, we should. We should. Actually, let, let's just not. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to wear a suit again, James. That's, that's not going to happen. Uh. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's gonna be the weirdest thing coming out of <laughs> come out of a uh, lockdown. Mm. I have to get back in my job. I might have to actually like dress up. 
my weekend and my, oh, my God, week yeah. are just the same dress right now, you know? Yeah. Well. Not the same dress, the same clothes. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear a dress. You could wear a dress, um, so that'd be absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the other part of, um, I suppose, part of it is like that was the song. Mm. Um, and I suppose, you know, you, you read the drum track and I layered all this stuff in a mad rush weekend. Um, and, you know, that's pretty much good to go now. And the other half that's happened behind the scenes, sort of, in Harry's HQ, oh, God. has been the video. Oh, the video. Um, which I don't know if you want to touch on that. And the influences on the video are sort of something completely different. We, no, we, we, um, we, it's, it's, it's not that different. It's, it, but it is. It's, it's like, half the inspiration is the same inspiration. But then I, I, I kind of took... Um, so... I, I wanted to stick with the uh, the kind of nature stuff. I, we, we were sort of spitballing ideas about what the video could be. And James, like, basically sent me a big... I, th- I think he sent me a big fuck-off text with that... With basically, the, the description that you um, spoke about earlier in the podcast where it's all about, like, nature and the kind of mm. perspective sort of thing. Um, and I was like, holy shit, it's got to be nature. And then, and then, I, then I kind of thought, what if... <laughs> what if um, I could, like draw mountains <laughs> um, and make it look like mountains were being drawn um, so I don't know if I mentioned I probably mentioned on the podcast before but um, I've been I've been on the kind of furlough scheme um, which which is like where where you don't have to work but the government pays for your salary and I've been on that since April um, and during that time I've been learning to code so and one of the things I've been learning to code with is, is it's like I don't know how technical to go here, James, because it might just be really boring. But well, we'll go for it, and then I'll edit it out if it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> anyway, so I've I've been learning to code in something called a it's like a library of functions in Java, which is like geared towards making graphics and making animations, um, and it's called processing. If anyone's interested. Um, but I've been using that, and there's there's a type of like random random noise that you can use. It's called Perlin noise, um, and I won't go into how that's um, generated because that is complicated as fuck, and I'm not sure I could pull it off on the podcast. <laughs> um, but there, there's a type of noise, and you can use this um, in in like so many ways. It's 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 unbelievable. If if anyone wants to like see what people can make, just search like Perlin noise processing, and there'll be all sorts of like animations and sketches. Um, but one of the things you can use it for is to generate terrains. Um, um, and the bit that I was interested in is like one dimensional terrain generation which sounds a bit strange but it's just like a sort of loopy loopy line that sort of like randomly kind of squiggles downwards and you can control like the mm. gradient and stuff um, and I can use that to draw mountains uh, using like code so I embarked on a journey an epic journey <laughs> and a, a tr- like it was an unbelievable learning experience. I, I learned so much about coding and how to create this sort of animations, but I wanted to get these animations like mountains drawing themselves, and eventually I kind of expanded that to things like stars and comets and like explosions and the sun and the moon. I, I, I had to figure out ways to code animations that represent all of these things with the idea of creating a landscape that draws itself in the video um, that you kind of move through uh, as it progresses and it's like all these sort of marbles of nature like the stars and the mountains um, and you move through this landscape um, and it took me about two weeks um, 
and it was hard. <laughs> but I think I pulled it off in the end, <laughs> and, I, and I, I've learned so much. That's amazing. Um, mm. So the kind of idea behind the, I guess the other inspiration, um, was I wanted it to look a bit like Japanese minimalist art. <laughs> um, and it sort of does, in, in, in the way that um, a lot of Japanese art is just like outlines of things. Uh, and it's not necessarily like a kind of, it's, it's not trying to be completely real and true to what, what the world looks like. It's like mm. outlines and it's... Things like woodblock painting, mm. like, a lot of it comes from traditional um, like methods that they used, I think. They also, pick, they also paint a lot of nature, mm. like in Japanese culture, like nature, they're quite sort of, with things like wabi-sabi that we talked about before, like they're quite interweaved with nature mm. like as a society they take like they have it quite sort of as a priority i think mm. um in their psyche you know they have those beautiful like zen gardens yeah. and stuff um so yeah like a lot of their actual not just the style but actually a lot of their art is about nature as well hence like it looks even more yeah yeah and then it, it, it kind of went from there so i was like if we're being inspired by japanese art what wouldn't wouldn't it be quite cool to have like the lyrics translated in Japanese like um, text afterwards because um, for someone who is British and has never like used Japanese text Japanese writing and um, yeah, J Japanese writing is just the most beautiful like text out there it's so nice it's so mm. nice to look at <laughs> um, like compared mm. to like I mean I was learning Japanese yeah. at the start of lockdown yeah Con com yeah. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> uh, like, like compared to um, the kind of characters that we use in like the Western world, like Europe and America and UK and things like that, they're just so much nicer to look at, and they're so much more artistic. Um, so I really wanted to use that sort of aesthetic on the mm. on the video, and then eventually on the album art as well. Um, so that's that's where we ended up, mm. and it's um, yeah. It's it, it's been good. I've learned I've learned so much. It's um, that 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 was part of my attraction to it. Actually, it was like something I'd never done before, something I wanted to try, and it's it, it's been a real learning experience. But the video's out there soon. I think <laughs> I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but um, yeah, we haven't worked out the order yet. It's probably out by the time this is out. Maybe yeah. <laughs> if not, it's going to be out soon. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got long to wait. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, sick. It's really cool. It's a different start. Like, obviously, we've been in a lot of our videos up to now, and a lot of it's been based in, like, the editing mm. of different videos of us and stuff. But um, to have, like, a more abstract, artistic one that, look, it's quite closely linked to, like, what the song's talking yeah. about is super cool. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they encoded, like, all the <laughs> images and stuff. So it does feel like you're moving through the landscape on it as well. So, um, yeah it sort of does like remind me of what I was actually seeing when I was coming oh, no up way. so yeah it's really cool oh that's great so good work oh and I'm, uh, a I'm, star. I'm glad it is uh, it reminds you of what you were thinking about I'm glad that we're slightly aligned on what we created <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nothing to do with the song so we're going to use it for the next one <laughs> it's all well and good but it's not my vision yeah crazy yeah. artist yeah so that was good that was the video but yeah so I think that's kind of that's kind of everything that we have to say about Mono Lake, mm. I guess. Um, apart from, like, we're going to um, do a bit of stuff on it this week. You know, talk a bit about behind the scenes and sew together any sort of footage we have of us recording it mm. and whatever to give you a bit of insight onto what yeah. that like. But 
Probably not as glamorous as the video, you know. The video is so like artistic and beautiful, and then you'll see us actually recording, with sort of like us in our pajamas in our room. Like, <laughs> so that's fine. That's that's just um, behind the scenes stuff. That's what behind the scenes stuff is like. Is it? It might be like this. This is a real like professional polished polished video. A lot, a lot of the other ones we sort mm. of like double down into the lo-fi kind of aesthetic. <laughs> we just like go out like just outrageous video editing just just because it. Mm sometimes looks quite cool but this one that's probably what made it quite a lot harder actually is when you're trying to make a polished product you have to like think quite a lot harder because um if, if you're trying to be polished across the whole thing every kind of mistake or bit that isn't quite as sharp as the rest just sticks out like a sore thumb mm. um mm. whereas with like the like the jam videos we do and some of the like the previous like music videos that we've done they're like um they're kind of reveling in the fact that they're lo-fi and it's kind of cool to have or it's, it's kind of like a a certain aesthetic to have um like trashy bits and like bring out the mistakes that we make in our jams and things like that so it was a, a, mm. a different way of making a video where there's 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 no mistakes <laughs> or there's i tried to make it so there was no mistakes so, yeah. <laughs> we're transcending but but we're not i i, I actually really like making the lo-fi videos <laughs> so there, there'll be plenty more of those <laughs> Yeah, we'll make the next one trashy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I think that I think that's a good place to uh, leave it there. Let them go away and uh, listen to the song. I haven't decided if we're going to put in like an acoustic version at the end of the podcast or not. Can't remember what we. I mean, we have to do it now that. that you said it, James. Um, well, I could just cut this bit out. Fair. <laughs> Should we? <I> mean... <laughs> Here's an acoustic version of Mono Lake. See? And now if we do it, I can just say that together. <laughs> Seamless. Awesome. One, two, three, four.
And I don't know why Gotta keep it all All to myself So long away, this water like a mirror is gonna last forever. Sorry, my no leg, no, I'm not here to stay. That's a math phone, got you, let not go. Together, can this moment be minus for one? My most amount of stuff on the highway, step around the thumb of the valley. There's no reason why, gotta keep it all. Gotta keep it all, all to myself And I bought everything the wise men told me Time to wonder out even if I got the sun in my eye I bought everything the rich men told me Time to wonder even if I got the sun in my eye Time to wonder even if I got the sun in my eye Time to wonder even if I got the sun in my eyes Time to wonder even if I got the sun in my My